Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Monday, November 20th. I'm Jesse Maiko. Today, we're taking a close look inside the gang initiation process. But first, the headlines. The House passed the most sweeping tax overhaul in three decades on Thursday, with 227 Republican votes. The focus now shifts to the Senate, who will consider their version of the bill after Thanksgiving but it remains unclear whether it has the support it needs to pass the chamber. On Thursday, Democratic Senator Al Franken of Minnesota was accused of groping and forcibly kissing a broadcaster and model while traveling overseas in 2006. It took less than a day for Donald Trump, an alleged sexual assaulter himself, to attack Al Franken on Twitter, which was the president's first public comments on the sexual misconduct allegations sweeping the US in the wake of the Harvey Weinstein controversy. And TransCanada Corporation's Keystone Pipeline leaked at least 210,000 gallons of oil in an agricultural area of South Dakota Thursday morning. The leak, which amounts to 5,000 barrels, comes just days before the last-ditch effort to halt the long-planned and highly controversial Keystone XL pipeline expansion. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. Vice has been working on a series called Rites of Passage that examines the different symbolic rituals that young people go through to find acceptance into exclusive subcultures. The first episode takes a look inside gang initiation with the silent murder crips. Vice followed a young prospect in Brooklyn named JT as he made his way into a local branch of the gang. I got a new member about to join the gang. The process he about to go through is he about to go through a three-person square and he's going to have to fight to prove himself and let me know that he's going to rep the gang. All the youngest men, Crippin, may look fun, but it ain't. For JT, joining the Crips was about family, getting close to a group of men that care about him and are willing to back him up if he ever finds himself in trouble. But getting initiated isn't easy. Vice producer Akil Gibbons followed JT through the process to see what drew him to the gang. I understand that initiation is super important. It's love. It's the key, you know what I'm saying? It's like rite of passage. Here's Akil speaking to Vice's Ankita Rao about his rites of passage doc. Akil, tell me where did this idea come from and who conceived of going into Brooklyn and coming out with this exact story? This entire series is uh, directed and produced by James Burns, uh, who's a brilliant filmmaker here at Vice. And this 
content is very close to him because he actually spent time incarcerated with one of his friends that was a cellmate that was a crip. So he has been exposed to a lot of the cultures that are almost survival regiments in these spaces. So he wanted to go out and really show the human element behind a lot of these stories that, you know, are typically labeled as thugs or illegitimate members of our society, typically in the media. So he wanted to switch that narrative a bit. Yeah, and I think that comes through a lot because this is probably, you know, as close as you can get to people who have seen probably every ugly side of our system, whether it's the judicial system or police or the housing system. You know, there's so many different elements there. What stood out to you as something that you just didn't know existed before making this? Well, I've definitely been familiar with a lot of the content uh, in terms of my own work and in terms of my own life growing up in America as a young black man. But this particular story really was focused on the mentalities of what makes a culture like this, whether it's cyclical uh, violence or if it's communities that are locked by poverty. Um, But these are real people with real stories that are really trying to connect and really trying to be heard. And that's what I felt was the most important, along with James and everyone else that was producing this, is to make this as genuine as possible and try to figure out what can we do to really shine a light on this while still holding people accountable for the reasons why people make these destructive choices. This documentary is you see the violence and you see that initiation. What was it like to actually be there and witness that? We went into that park and there were, I guess, 12 crips just waiting there. At that point, you know, you kind of just <laughs> you kind of just have to let things unfold. And it, it all happened so quickly that I got really scared because he spent some time with JT and he really learned his life stories to the reasons why he's making these decisions. And you don't know where this is going to end. And uh, the way it ended and the way that they embraced him as a member of their gang um, it really was something it, 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 it even if that something is is highly destructive and and sad to a large extent that these men are looking for something and and are are under conditions that they feel that they need that type of camaraderie did you feel like you and james had built trust there were you nervous about being in that situation too Ooh, yeah it was you could just feel the tension and in the fear also that anything could happen at a moment and that if you're living in that on a day-to-day basis and that's all you see, it makes sense uh, in a way, in a, in a very sad way, to move in that certain direction, especially if you know that you could uh, you could be victimized or you could protect yourself, which is what a lot of these people are doing. What did you get the sense it was like for the rest of the community that grows around these organized groups and, and gangs? Of course, you know, this is an incredibly destructive to our communities and and incredibly complicated. JT says it himself in super honest terms that I could be dead or in jail. That's a very likely reality for a lot of these people growing up in these type of communities. So in prison, you need to be able to join a gang to be able to survive in these conditions. And that shows a relation to these project houses, these marginalized communities, because we've been incarcerating people at unprecedented rates for the past 50 years as the biggest human experiment that we've done really since in in people in bondage since slavery. 
So there's a lot that goes into this, and it's easy to point at JT or to point at these people as a problem when there's a larger systemic issue that's going on. Whenever I've worked on sort of big projects where you're embedded in um, a community and then you leave and then you produce this thing and suddenly show it to the world, you're suddenly out of it, right? Like you've captured it and then it's over. And how do you feel now that this is in the world and, you know, this is still going on not too far from where we are right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's a deep question. Um, we're still in it <laughs> now, even though it's out there. As a journalist yourself, you know, you have an understanding that even though you told a little slice of a story, that it's never really over. And um, sometimes there's consequences to sharing those types of stories, depending on what they are. You know, JT and Otis and CeeLo, they, uh, they've really allowed us into their world, which is, gives us a sense of responsibility. But at the same time, that world is so dangerous that you can't really know what, what, what's going to happen. If anything, um, you know, it's, it, it could even spill over into our own lives. So um, it's definitely a contentious situation, but it's a story that we felt needed to be shared. I feel like if I'm the one initiated, I feel like if I'm the one initiating, I'm going to always take it back to the time where I got my ass beat, you feel me? And I ain't going to hold back on the nigga that's... Just getting his ass whooped too, you feel me? Because he got to feel like what I felt like. You know what I'm saying? He got to go through what I went through. We rockin' forever, me and my niggas, me and my niggas. We rockin' forever, me and my niggas, me and my niggas. Light one is a celebration. To watch the full doc on gang initiation, go to vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.